Welcome everybody to a Friday edition of the All Out Blitz podcast. You are back here with Jeff and Brady and we are ready to talk week six of the National Football League. There were no games last night. There were not. That's why there's a Friday edition. First of all, I was stressed and busy with work and uh, we had enough time to record yesterday, but you know what? There was no football, so we took a night to chill. We are back yes, with a lot of energy. You are. I am. I had a lot of coffee this morning, <laughs> and I'm ready to talk week six of this football season. Yay. Let's get a bunch of stuff out of the way first, okay? Uh, yesterday, Adam Gase tests the NFL and the New York Jets franchise to see how long he can keep his job and I know this just wasn't his decision, but I'm going to put it on him because he's a bum to completely just release Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Within the matter of two hours, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell signs with the reigning champs. The Kansas City Chiefs, which we both think was absolutely dumb. I'm just not sure what's happening here anymore. <laughs> I don't either. Like, so Adam Gase and the Jets... You get rid of their best running back. They, of course, come back and say today that LaMichael P. Ryan is going to get a bigger role in the offense. Of course, he's another run, one of the running backs with Frank Gore. Um, I, I just don't know what they're doing here. Are I mean, I, I can't imagine any NFL player would ever try to tank, okay? That's just not something Jaguars that is... did it. No, they didn't, though. They try, at least. They tried. But... The th- like that's not in a, a true competitor's heart or in their brain that we're just going to go out there and put our body on the line, take hits and hit people yep. to lose purposefully. That, yep. That's just, that's not how this works. Nope. <clears throat> what this makes me think honestly though, is that the jets front office is so clueless right now that they are trying to tank because be. Sam Darnold is not their future and the only way to make that happen is to lose every football game yeah so trevor get ready because you're going to be with the jets next year I cry. already apologize right now on behalf of football fans everywhere yep <laughs> because that is terrible it is. um now that that's out of the way let's talk about the other thing that honestly is becoming way too difficult to try to keep track of NFL football teams' facilities opening and closing due to potential COVID cases. Yes. I knew it was going to be crazy this year, but this is getting out of control. It is. Um, the Falcons had their rookie Marlon Davidson defensive tackle test positive. Mm-hmm. So they immediately go into whatever the protocol is, the safety protocol for the NFL. All of a sudden, there's a report that jumps out that nine people or something like that have it from the Falcons. Later on, like an hour later, it comes back. Somebody blew that rumor out of the out of water because he was only, well, first of all, nobody even fully confirmed or denied or anything. So I'm assuming he has it. He's on the COVID list. It ended up being one staff person. That was it. It wasn't even a player. No. So they actually were allowed to go back to the facility the same day. They decided to play it safe, and they went back the next day. And they're there, and they're fine now, at least as of right now, right this second today. Um, Similar thing happened to the Colts. Uh, They closed their practice facility after several positive tests. 
all false positives. They're allowed back in the facility. Game is on. Totally fine. Yep. They also said with cold and flu season coming, even if you have the sniffles or a cough, they're going to put the team in COVID safety protocols. I think it's smart. I think that sucks because it's October. People are going to cough. People are going to sneeze. I get where they're coming from, but like you're going to shut the facility down for a day or two just to be sure. I would just, I would COVID just have, the, you don't get like, I would uh, just have the person that I like has there or whatever, just have them like quarantine themselves. Okay. I, I get that. But like, just cause I sneeze, I can't immediately take a COVID test and it's going to come back positive. That's not how this works. Like they can have it for like a week. And all of a sudden, they're testing negative, testing negative. All of a sudden, it's positive. They could have had it for two weeks already. And it just decided to show its ugly face now. <clears throat> so it's getting really hard, is what I'm saying, to track who's, who, who's in their practice facility getting ready for the week and who's not. Now, who is back are the New England Patriots players, Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore. However... They just had another case earlier today. <laughs> so I'm going to go with this. If they have it and they're not feeling bad, play football. Either that or let's just be done and not play football, which is not an option. The players don't want to do it. I mean, it's just getting out of control. Yeah. I know I sound like a whining fan right now. I get it, but like seriously, can you imagine? Can you imagine what these players are going through right now? Like seriously, think about what they have to go through every single day. Not even just preparation; they got to get tested every single day, and then they have something like this pops up, cotton swab down my throat, or in their nose, or wherever. But it's you know what I mean. Like that happens, and then look look at the Colts, all false positives. Yeah, no, like, nothing annoying. even happened. Yeah, I know, it's annoying. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got to do what the NBA did. I don't care what people say about it. It worked. There was not a single positive case in the NBA bubble for, like, the three months that they were there. Not one. Bubble the sports teams. Let's go. Yeah. Put them in a hotel. They don't go anywhere. Apologize, but you make a lot of money to play a kid's game. Let's get the show on the road. Let's talk about week six. Yes. It's because be football festivities. There were no games on Thursday night. There are two games this coming Monday. Sweet. Actually, reminds me of one more thing before we kick this off. Saw a video. We talked a little bit towards the end last or the last episode about Dak. Right? Out of the hospital. Surgery went great, was successful, and he's doing well. So yeah. awesome. Keep praying for you, man. Get better soon. See you next season. Yep. Now let's start with the first game because it may let's not happen. It. Let's do it. <laughs> it may not happen. We're going to find out. Tennessee? No. Oh. They're okay. They're crushing people right now. There, uh, there he is. Broncos, Patriots. Uh, uh, Who are you taking, man? Patriots. Who are you taking? Patriots? Yeah. You think they're going to play? If they do play, I'm taking the Patriots. I wonder if Drew Locke's coming back soon. That's going to start. Know, you're going to see Rippin or whatever his name is. I like Brett Rippin. Now, if Drew Locke comes back, I'm going to start picking them more. 
because I like him in that football team. But if he's not there, they have a real lack of talent at the quarterback position. They do. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots as well. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Here's what I'm not going to cover. Here's what we're not going to cover today. Just for anybody that's listening, right? Typically here in the in the preview week episode, we cover injuries. We're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that today because these lists are getting out of control. Yeah. And what we're finding throughout all this is that there's a lot of players just doing load management. Fine. A lot of players that are on the injury report, and it seems like nothing's actually wrong with them, but it's because they have the sniffles. <clears throat> so guess what? Any major injury news, like somebody tears an ACL or a concussion protocol, we'll talk about those. But let's let's talk a little bit more about the Patriots because you have Cam that was out for a couple weeks, Gilmore was out for a couple weeks. They're all coming back. Broncos Melvin Gordon. Right. First of all, Philip Lindsay's coming, but he's back. So they got that two-headed monster running back in. Melvin Gordon, I don't know if he's going to play or not. He just got pulled over for a DUI the other day. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if they're going to, you know, sit him or bench him or whatever it is just as a, a, a what, you know, some repercussions for being, uh, you know, not super, uh, I guess I can call it responsible there. But I'm going to take the Patriots. Until Drew Locke comes back for a couple of weeks and starts getting comfortable again, I think the Patriots are going to take this one pretty easily. Yep. Next game. Next game. The false positive Indianapolis Colts take on Joe Burrow and the... Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Taking the Bengals? Yeah. All right, why is that? Colts are like a back-and-forth team. They're like win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Yeah. They got they got a lot of talent. I'll give them that. And, and Bengals, they're kind of they're like having a bumpy road so far, which they always do. But at least that team shows promise. The Colts also show promise, but there's an issue at their quarterback position. Yeah. So unless they're going to put good old Jacoby in, which they should, which they should, but I don't know if that's an upgrade. Younger. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you think about the Colts making a trade for Dwayne Haskins? Get ready for thirty interceptions, but well, you got well here. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. He's young, right? It's only his second year. It seems like Washington already doesn't believe that he's their future, right? Rivera didn't draft him. The last oh, yeah. Yahoo's in Washington did. <clears throat> However. You have Frank Reich with the Colts as their head coach. He's played football in the NFL, quarterbacked in the NFL, and is an amazing coach and mentor on this football team. I mean, I could I could see it happening, but I just wouldn't say do it. I just say just start Brissett. Yeah. I think they at least gotta give Brissett a shot. They and do. they can't just get rid of Rivers, you know what I mean? But they gotta do something to mix it up here. Um I'm going to take the Bengals as well. Yeah. You're on that Joe Burrow fan wagon. I got to be. The kid's awesome. He's hilarious. He's yeah. a winner. He's an if, anybody's, <laughs> if anybody's going to start winning with the Bengals, it's got to be Joe Burrow. They need yeah. to get him help, though. They need to start trading some draft currency for some offensive linemen. They do. Their old line is terrible. But, they, I mean, they got thrashed last week by the Ravens. They did. Um, 
And I think this is more of an equal type of opponent. So I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see a, 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 a team coming out here ready to fire on all cylinders. I'd say every game, Joe Burrow has had like a decent <coughs> game. Just he has. Like he, he did can't. not. He did not play well against Baltimore. But that's yeah. a crazy defense. It is. Also, because like the Bengals' offensive line is terrible. I feel like if he had more time in the pocket, he could actually get like a little better, a little better, and have like more like movement. Instead of just kind of being like still. I'm in 100% agreement with you there, my man. I think he needs to be able to function and move around. That's what he did with LSU. Yeah. And that's why he was successful. Because their offensive line's good. <clears> that too. And they had a good running game. Yeah. With Clydro. Clydro. E-Lare. E-Lare. E-Claire. E-Claire. Um, all right. Next game. Next. Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions take on the Mustache Jaguars. Lions. Ooh. I'm going to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these games are hard to pick because this one I think is pretty even too. Because mm-hmm. both of these teams are not playing bad football. No. They, they've had some bad luck. They have. You know, especially when you even look back to week one with Swift dropping that touchdown to win the game. Yeah. I mean, Stafford's having a heck of a game or a heck of a year so far. Minshew is... I mean, to me, looks like a quality NFL quarterback. Yeah. Um, they got to get something moving here, too, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm going to take Maddie and see what happens here. And let's move on to the next game. The Atlanta Falcons take on the Minnesota Vikings at Minnesota. Looks like Marlon Davis is out. Looks like, however, everybody else is in. Julio See, hasn't practiced, and he's probably still going to be questionable. But I think it's not – I don't think it's really going to be time for him to sit out anymore. Remember, this is going to be the first game with new interim head coach Raheem Morris, new defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich. And I don't even know who his special teams coach is, but the other one is gone. Yeah. Who you got? See, I want to say Falcons because I feel like they have a chance, but they – just apparently don't. Okay, I'm going Vikings. Just like I said in the last episode, or maybe it was just when you and I were talking. Yeah, I think I'm taking the Vikings because every time I pick the Falcons, apparently in the season, they're losing. So I'm going to flip it and just go Minnesota. Let's hope. Because their coaching staff's still intact. They do play good football. Kirk Cousins is fine. Jefferson's fine. Thielen's fine. Cook is hurt, but honestly, he's not going to play. I think their backup's going to play. It doesn't even matter at that point, though, because Kirk's could probably going to be able to throw on that defense right now. Yeah. Now, they do have Terrell back. He came back last week as well. Yeah. The only issue is that other spot where you're mixed between Sheffield and Oliver. Put in Sheffield. He's better than Oliver. I agree. Oliver should just be released. Like you I'm should get s- a trade for another draft pick. Yeah, yeah, but it'd be like a seventh rounder. Nobody wants him. They see him get burned every play. <laughs> He's got a seven-rounder. Who cares? I'd rather have a body out there because we're injured, too. Uh, it does look like, you know, Neil, Casey, or not Casey, Casey's out, but Rico, uh, Ricardo Allen, uh, Keanu Neal, those guys all practicing again. So That's good. It looks like the safety spot's coming back with. Uh, hope. without my man Crazy Casey there. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Minnesota, and I hope I, hope I get proven wrong. Trying to use reverse psychology. Yeah, I feel it. I got to close my eyes and concentrate on this. Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Next one up. Yes. Is. Oh, you're taking Falcons, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next one up. You're going to laugh at this because I didn't tell you anything. Is the All Out Blitz podcast. Turlet Bowl a week. The Washington football team and the New York Giants. You like that sound, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who to take here. I'm going to take the Giants. Freeman plays there. I'll take him because of Freeman. See, I, before we started recording, me and him were having a debate of whether... I said that wasn't the Turlet Bowl of the week. I said that the Dolphins and the Jets game was... Yeah, well, we're going to talk he about that one in a little bit. He didn't agree bit. with me, though, just because you're like, the Dolphins are going to kill the Jets. But I'm yeah. so, I'm well, the Dolphins absolutely slaughtered the Niners, and the Niners aren't even on the, or the Jets aren't even in the same planet as the, as the Niners. So, yeah. this game here, NFC East is by far the toilet bowl conference, uh, and these two teams are almost down the drain. So, yeah. uh, I'm taking the Giants here, though, because I think right now they're just in a better spot as far as quarterback, running back wide receivers and i think their defense is a little better too i'm taking giants too just because apparently well football team they're not doing horrible this year they just they don't have an identity yet and that's not a knock on them not literally having an identity like they don't have a name <laughs> but it's it's the whole quarterback thing is is just messed up look actually i before we started recording here haskins i think is back at practice now mm. uh which apparently doesn't matter anyway because who knows who's gonna play but the running back spot you know, Antonio Gibson's playing pretty good. He's a little dinged up right now. You know, they have Terry McLaurin, but that's literally it. The defense, you know, outside of Chase Young is is horrible. Yeah. Um, offensive line's bad. They're just at a bad spot. They need another good they, they need another good draft, potentially some free agent stuff, maybe next season. Maybe they could do something. But I think this year's kind of a lost cause. I'm gonna go with the Giants. Yeah, because it like like you said, they don't really have like a <laughs> main QB right now, so I feel like that's Alex kinda... Smith, man. That leg is strong. He's ready to roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see him out there, honestly. Yeah. That's fun. And they don't really have, like, they're kind of bouncing in between before, like, I don't want him, I don't want him to get killed out there, though, either. I don't, either. That's just... Yeah. But, yeah, I'd take in the... Not the Washington football team. The, the Giants. Team. Yeah, the Giants. Next game's Battle of the Birds. You got the Ravens at Philly taking on the Eagles. I'm going Ravens here. Yeah, I go Ravens too. Eagles played tough last week. They showed a little something, but Baltimore did too. Yeah. I'm going to take the Ra I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a close game. I do too. That's why I was taking a little bit to choose what team. I th I'm like, this game's going to be it's going to be it's going to be 2020 something. Yeah. It, it's going to be a close game, I think. I want to see what happens. I want to see when Lamar is going to be Lamar again. Lamar. 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 Well, he is kind of lamer this year, isn't he? Man, he's boring. <laughs> he's <lame. laughs> Compared to last year when he was setting oral on fire, every game was like the 4th of July with him. He's pretty lamer this year. <laughs> it's been real. It's been pretty bad. Like, yeah. you know, before the season started, we looked at we looked at kind of all the rosters, where stuff looked on paper, and it looked like there was no offense that was going to be able to like score three points on that Ravens defense on paper. I know, and they still and and like, then you think of okay, you got Lamar, you got Ingram. They just drafted Dobbins. You know, they got Hollywood Brown. They got Mark Andrews. This is like a phenomenal team. Like. 
what's going on here? And then they start playing this year, and they're not, they're not, it doesn't look exciting. Lamar is not Lamar, is what you're saying. It seems like something's wrong. And we alluded to it last time when we yeah. talked about, you know, last week, I guess it was now, with, you know, a possible knee injury or whatever he was dealing with. And it was fine. Is that something that, you know, to watch or to look out for? Yeah. He just doesn't seem like the Lamar of old. And of old means last year, but it just yeah. doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't like. He's not really playing like MVP or whatever he was last year. No, no, I don't think so. I think the the, the curse hit him already, the Madden curse. I know. So that's what they get, you know, for giving out bobbleheads with the Mom's MVP broke. edition. Holmes broke it. Yeah, but he didn't have a bobblehead given out with the game, so. It's not bobbleheads, Funko Pop. That one too. Whatever, it should be a bobblehead because uh, it's about the only thing moving on him this year. Um, burn. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens. You're taking the Ravens. Yeah, it's gonna be close. I need to. I think it is. It's gonna be close because Eagles. They're kind of also having like a back and forth season. Yeah, like win loss, win loss. We got three more games in the one o'clock time frame for Sunday. And so far, I haven't seen a game here yet. And, of course, we're in PA, so we're probably going to end up getting Washington Giants, Ravens, Eagles, or the next game we're going to talk about for the 1 o'clock game. And I don't want to watch any of them, to be honest with you, because I don't think they're going to be that great. Uh, The next game could potentially be the most exciting because of how well both teams are playing is a rivalry. Is the Cleveland Browns driving a couple of hours east to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This game will be on guaranteed yeah. around here. But I think with if both teams are playing how they've been playing all year, I think this could potentially be a really good football game. Yeah. Who are you taking? This is tough. Browns. No, it's you, not. You don't think? Browns are looking like a playoff team. Whoa! They're doing great. They really are. I know. Uh, Odell's on the COVID list. Uh, they apparently just don't do well without him. Even though he's testing negative. Because he's got the sniffles. We're going to put you on there because you sneezed. That's honestly what it seems like right now. Because he was sick. They're also doing good with like without Chubb, too. He was sick. They sent him home. And then they tested him like the last two, three days. And he's been negative every time. But he's still there. So I don't know what's happening there. If he's playing, and I'm not, I, I hate to ever hinge on Odell Beckham Jr. playing and a team's going to win because I think he's overrated. He is. Um, I'm going to take the Browns too. Yeah. Because I think Miles Garrett is. This is actually the first game back since. Is uh, playing really great football this year on the defensive side of the ball. Now, he's a great defender, but this year seems like something different. And this time. I think he's going to club the beard off of Ben. <laughs> I hope he does. Instead of Mason Rudolph. Just take his helmet off. Instead of, his face. instead of, you know what's interesting? Let's talk about this. This is the first Pittsburgh and Cleveland game since uh, Miles Garrett, the whole thing with Mason Rudolph. So let's talk about this because you and I have this conversation a lot that I 110% think that Ben Roethlisberger looks like Yukon Cornelius from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and the backup quarterback is Mason Rudolph. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So clearly Mike Tomlin is Sam the Snowman, the guy that narrates Rudolph, right? (laughs) 
Juju Smith-Schuster is like Charlie in the box from the land of misfit toys. Yeah. We can go down here. Who's Hermie, the misfit elf? That's James <laughs> Conner. Okay. This is just absolutely ridiculous. I also said Ben's head looks like a potato. He does look like a potato. Um, no, we're just making fun. We're just having a good time. Yeah, here. it's fun. But I, th- I, th- I do. I mean, yeah, you're right, though. With Nick Chubb being out there, still playing good football. Cream Hunt's been doing great for them. I would um, love to see this year the Browns go to the playoffs. Yeah, the uh, oh gosh, I don't know if I could deal with Baker Mayfield right there if they go to the playoffs. Go to the playoffs, that'd be like the first time in like 30, 40 years. Like six hundred. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, you know what? I'm gonna take the Browns too because I think they are really playing good football here. And yes, Pittsburgh is too. And yes, Pittsburgh's undefeated. But I think Cleveland's gonna come into this game with a little swagger, a little attitude, and they're gonna take it to the Steelers out there in Heinz Field. Yeah. Let's move to the next game, because I think in the past two weeks since firing head coach and general manager Bill O'Brien, the tight or the Texans have changed who they are, and they are coming in to the house of the Tennessee Titans. Oh, the Texans taking on the Titans, where the Titans just walloped the Buffalo Bills. Derek Henry walloping Josh Norman. That's great. Really, I love that because Norman is another overrated player with a big mouth. It's tough. Man, we got a lot of takes on this show. We should publish this worldwide. Oh, wait. We are. Josh Norman, yeah. overrated big mouth fool. So um, <laughs> he's been pretty quiet since he's been with the Brownies. That's his boy Jarvis taking care of him. But let's talk about Texans-Titans. This is a tough game. It's tough to choose. It is. Ah. I'm going to go Titans. Uh, Do it. Go different. Go different. Go different. Go different. <laughs> I don't know. After seeing the, let me. I'll talk it's about it. I'll talk about it while you're thinking. Okay. Because yeah. I think after seeing Tennessee playing Buffalo, they kept it tight at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, they just unleashed whatever kind of anger they have for the entire world mocking them for being the COVID team, and they're using that. To propel them to get ready and play in games. And when teams have poster board material, that motivates them. And Mike Vrabel is the perfect person to show his team how to use and leverage that in football. I'm taking Tennessee Titans. I'll take Texans. All right. Not just to disagree with you, but they've seemed like from the game that they released Bill O'Brien from. They looked great in that game, so they really did, didn't they? Yeah, uh, Fuller or whoever it was had a phenomenal game. That game, I was going to Tennessee. Brandon Cooks, Tennessee. Brandon Cooks. That's who it was. Yeah, I agree, and and I think they're going to keep that up. I think they're, um, you know, I, I think they're ready to finally get back to who they were. Let's just say that. Yeah. You know, they're all healthy. They're playing good football together. Let's keep it rolling. I'm going to take the Titans, though. You're taking the Texans. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, Next game, the Bears taking on the Carolina Panthers. I think this is a tough game to choose, too. Because the Bears, I mean, they got one loss. Playing good football. So the Panthers, though. Taking on the Panthers. Not that they have one loss. They're playing good football. Without CMC. They're playing good football. They are right now. 
Don't say that just because of how they played Atlanta. Atlanta's playing bad football right now. The Panthers' defense looked really good last week. Panthers. I'm taking Bears. I think right now they're for real this week. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I think Matt Rule's doing a good job there with the Panthers. I think he's going to help turn that program around. Um, the Bears, though. Uh, Nick Foles is at the helm. It's hard to go against him right now. Right now? Right now. Right now. I just said that right now. It'll change by next week, maybe. But maybe. if they lose, I'll say something different. <laughs> yep. But I think the Bears are playing good football right now. I'm going to take the Bears. I am taking the other team. And let's let's we we kind of already led to this because this was your initial thought of the Turtle Bowl of the week. But the Dolphins taking on the Jets. I'm taking Dolphins big here. I am too because the Jets are the official worst team in the NFL. They are. They're just they're all over the place. Joe Flacco's at quarterback. Sam Darnold's out. No more Le'Veon Bell. Um, no Le'Veon Bell didn't really matter. He was on IR a couple weeks, too, so he didn't really do much for them this year at all. And last year he didn't do anything at all either because they were still terrible. So, yeah. um, But after seeing the Dolphins, if they can come in with that same attitude they did last week when they absolutely annihilated the Niners, uh, I'm going to take them huge in this game. Yeah. Awesome. Let's talk about this next game because this next game I think has an opportunity to be a very good football game, and it's going to be the Green Bay Packers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers and Packers. I'm taking them. I'm taking them pretty solid right Even now. Even you want to punch Aaron Rodgers in the face? I did last week, just or when he played <laughs> when they played against Atlanta. Yeah, I just wanted to clock him because he's always grinning. Always, he was too happy with how bad our defense was. Makes you want to slap him. He does, but that's okay. Everybody needs a good villain. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Packers. Pretty the pretty solid win here. Yeah, they're playing amazing team football right now. Aaron Rodgers is having probably one of the best careers he's had in a very long time, if not ever. Having zero, thrown zero interceptions, where Tom Brady, I think, is averaging at least one a game. Um, the Bucks are also like another like back and forth kind of team. I think the Bucks are kind of like a, a poser team right now. They're not. They're not legit contenders. They're posers. And we talked about this earlier, not like on an episode, but um, it said this just proves. Said that this just proves that it was Belichick, not Brady. In New yeah, last night we were talking about that. Yeah. They're throwing a football around. Yeah, I, I, I think that's honestly what it was. I mean, you look back even to when Tom was there, um, when he had Jimmy G and he had Jacoby Brissett, when Tom was out for a couple couple games, whatever it was, six games, he was suspended. Dude, they only lost once, I think. And that's with Jimmy G and Jacoby years ago. Yeah. And, I mean, that's why they ended up gaining the momentum they got and got bigger contracts to go elsewhere is because of that. Well, you know what? If they could, McDaniels and Belichick can win with them guys, it's not all Tom. Nope. Tom. I think Tom is understanding and realizing that now. He had it pretty good with that scheme that he's known for so long up there. This yeah. year, of course, you know, I, and I, I don't want to just say it's completely Belichick because uh, Tom is, is a really good quarterback. I mean, he's proven that time and time again. Um, he's future Hall of Famer. Of course, first ballot, without a doubt, just because of the amount of rings he has. But I think he's he's seeing how difficult it is again after so long to learn another system, new coaches, new players, new relationships. Um, 
He's seeing how hard it is. But I'm going to take the Packers here. Yeah, Packers. Now, next game is a battle of the West. The Rams taking on the recently clobbered San Francisco 49ers. Rams. I'm going that too. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a tight game either. I think I think there's potential. This is a Sunday night game, okay? So probably watch most of it. I would say so. Yeah. Um I think there's potential. I think the Niners are going to come back with some attitude this week just for being mad how the Dolphins and Fitzmagic and that beard threw him a beating last week. Yep. But McVay is back to coaching at a high level. Goff is not making dumb mistakes. And they're playing good team football. Again, they're playing like a playoff team. They are. Yeah. So it's cool to see. Uh, cool to see him come back after that, hor- first of all, that horrible Super Bowl with them and the Patriots. Oh, my gosh. Come back. Super Bowl. Come back year after and just lay in an egg, you know, and then we'll see what they got to do here now. But I, they're playing really good football right now. Niners are Niners are too dinged up. Super Bowls in twenty eighteen. Yeah, but it's just it's just too well, dinged up. Too yeah. dinged up. You know, I don't think they. I think they're just gonna have to work this year and see what they got. Hopefully, they actually start Jimmy G this week. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't heard any news on who could potentially be starting with them right now. I would assume it's Jimmy G. Um, it took him out of the, uh, the Dolphins game just to protect him or whatever. Exactly, because he was getting crushed. Um, and that's what I mean. If the Dolphins do that to Flacco. Oi. Okay. Yeah. Um, next game is what we are stamping the All Out Blitz podcast game of the week. Jeez. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Buffalo Bills. That's your game of the week. It's the game of the week. It's your game of the week. What's your game of the week? I don't know. Exactly. I don't have one. Okay, it's the game of the week then. Both of these teams, one loss. Both of them last week, both embarrassing. You think too much into it. This is a storyline that this game is going to have. Gosh. Kansas City Chiefs lose to the Raiders. They just pick up Le'Veon Bell to add yet another weapon. Sammy Watkins is hurt. He's out. McCall Hardman's going to step in, get a bigger chunk of playing time, probably more looks from Patrick Mahomes. The Buffalo Bills were completely embarrassed by the Tennessee Titans. This is going to be an absolutely phenomenal game to watch. Josh Allen was in MVP talks. He knows that. He's going to come out and show why he should still be there. Patrick Mahomes and the team last week scored a lot of points. That defense looked horrible. That defense is going to come out looking like all-stars, ready to play Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I think this is going to be a phenomenal football game, and this is the early game Monday night. Uh, You seem excited. I do, too. You're insane. I am. This kid wakes up early in the morning, plays video games, I start working. He goes back to sleep. I just thinking of that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, homeschooling. Uh, I, I'm. I don't even know who to take here. This is going to be tough. Bills. You're taking the bills. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Actually, I think earlier I said I'd take the Chiefs. That is what you said earlier. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. I don't think the Bills have it in them to beat the Chiefs. This is really hard. We're going to see who the ultimate loser of the of the battle of the best. I, I want to see, and, and I said this to you too, is I want to see what team 
is going to take that loss last week to heart and come out and just play their hearts out. Both of them should. One team is going to definitely going to show up more than the other. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking Josh Allen, MVP Josh Allen. Josh, gosh dang, Allen. Stephon Diggs. And whoever their running back decides to be. They got three of them. TJ Yeldon. Devin Singletary. Singletary. Better be Singletary. That screwed me last week on my fantasy team when Yeldon got all the carries. I only lost by I only lost by four points. And if Singletary got half of those carries, that would have been good. I'm taking the Bills, though. I'm taking the Chiefs. Awesome. Yeah. Let's move on to the final game. Finale. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals take on Andy Dalton and the Dallas Cowboys. In Dallas. I'm taking the Cardinals. I would if it was in Arizona. So you're taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. All right. I would say, I was immediately thinking, I'm like, oh, it's Arizona. But when you said it's in Dallas, I'm like, it's got to be Cowboys. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals. You're taking the Cowboys. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good football game. I think Monday think night, because this is the, the re- typical Monday night game right here. I think night? Monday night is going to be an amazing night for football. Yeah. And I hope everybody here listening right now enjoys week six of the NFL season. Yeah. That wraps it up with this episode of week six preview from the All Uplets podcast here. Thank you for listening. If you're new. Thank you for listening. And please keep listening and share this podcast yes. with all your friends and family, even people you don't like. I don't care. We just have fun here as a father-son duo talking ball every week, twice a week. Yeah. Actually, every day of the week, but we just podcast twice a week. Uh, appreciate you all listening, and uh, enjoy week six. We'll be back here on Tuesday. Unless a game gets moved to Tuesday night because of COVID, we'll come back Wednesday Uh, But as of right now, folks, we'll be back in a couple of days. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great time. Enjoy football. And stay safe, stay healthy, and peace out. Bye.